So it's episode number 40 of The Space in Between. Uh, I feel like there's a little celebration for that one. 40 episodes. That's cool. Uh, But I want to talk today about the importance of pause, being that this is called The Space in Between. There is this space that I want to address for all of us. Um, And I'm sort of in my own little space in between right now. You know, this month was very busy for me. I would just, I'm wrapping up a 200 hour teacher training in Terrytown. And, you know, so I've been putting a lot of energy into that and I'm juggled everything around so that I could shift it a little bit so I can go see my grandma tomorrow. There was a loss in our family this week. So I just want to go and be with her and take care of her and be with my family. So, but I had to do a lot to make that happen, make that magic happen. Uh, and I'm really only going for a couple of days because then I'm going to be a part of a breathwork training. I'm going to attend this, uh, which will be a lot of energy and a lot of work, but there'll be lots of space, I'm guessing, for pause. Uh, and then I'll have a real pause in August. I, I'm not doing any work. Well, actually, that's not true. <laughs> I'm going to give myself a lot of space to create our next phase of Nomad. Uh, I have been having all these ideas coming to me and brewing, but I haven't actually had the space to put it down on paper or execute it and so and let it become alive. So this next month is going to be a huge month for holding space and pausing and, and hearing what needs to be birthed. And I just thought that it would be important for all of us to to take this time and and just reflect on what pause means to you. Um, I've been teaching a lot in teacher training. You know, teacher training is a really wonderful experience where people get to come with, they want to deepen their practice and they want to share tools of yoga with others because it's helped them so much. Uh, but there's a lot of hard work that goes in, into it that not a lot of people really, really understand until they're just immersed in it. And that is um, the gift that I get to give them <laughs> uh, of, of letting them ease into this, but also really just saying how it is. And I often say in teacher training, learn how to be comfortable in the uncomfortable, right? That is so that is our practice just in yoga is learning how to be comfortable in the uncomfortable, holding that warrior two or sitting in the meditation when we want to move around, right? Learning how to be still, um, even when it's uncomfortable. I, I talk about that a lot. And what I, what shifted in me the other day, because I'm Right now, I'm sitting in a really beautiful space. I'm house-sitting this month, this last part of the month. Julia Zerns and her family's place in Cold Spring while they're in Sweden. Uh, So I've had this really beautiful retreat. Even though I've been working really hard with the teacher training, I've had a little bit of space here to start to just shift and slow down and spend time with their kitty cat and be in the woods and see nature and hear nature and experience in it. And um, I was thinking, wow, this is really comfortable. <laughs> I could get used to this because at first I was a little nervous because I'm not really a uh, like in nature by yourself kind of person. <laughs> Let's just put it that way, like thinking maybe some somebody's gonna come out here and I don't know. <laughs> my imagine my imagination ran wild a little bit at the beginning, but 
then I got really settled into it. And I was like, wow, I am learning how to be comfortable in the comfortable. Um, and that has been a really, really special experience because I feel like a lot of my life, um, particularly the last few years, is learning how to be comfortable in the uncomfortable to a point where I have also I've created like the, almost an addiction to it, you know, addicted to some sort of sensation or struggle or obstacles in my way and, and going, okay, I, I know how to sit in this. And I think I've mastered that to a certain extent. Uh, and now just being here, having these more, more opportunities for space to sit comfortably in the comfortable and... Hmm. And you know, and it's not a way, and it's, it's quite interesting because yeah, we all have had that experience of going, uh, you know, to a, to a beach or, you know, whatever that retreat is for you and going on that, you know, couple days or even one day retreat where we just go, ah, if life could be like this, right. And we get really comfortable in it, but I've had this interesting balance where I've been on these little, this little retreat now for two weeks here and having to integrate back into my life on a daily basis, you know, going and teacher, teacher training and seeing friends, uh, having appointments, you know, in my downtime, but then coming back here and sort of integrating the comfortable and the comfortable with the, with the daily life. So it's been really interesting. And it just brought up some things for me uh, that I wanted to share with you. And I think I've shared this quote before about um, from Elizabeth Gilbert. She talks about magic and how it is making space. It's just simply making space for the next thing to happen. And I, I think that yeah, whether you want to have a desire for magic or not, um, being able to just find space, just find space for you. If you're running around just on that hamster wheel of having to do this, having to do that, or maybe it's really exciting. I mean, summertime's one of those times for me where I love to be outside. I want to see, I'm more social than I probably am in the winter. Uh, so I want to see all of my friends. I want to spend time with them and, 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 you know, and I end up doing a lot, but I'm really, really loving this, this, this space of, of just simply being and not having to do all the time. And I'm seeing how, yeah, as there's more space, there is a bit more magic, um, to just simply reveal the next thing that wants to happen. And I was also, I also recalled uh, a Rob cast. So I think some of you have heard me speak of Rob Bell. He has a podcast called Robcast, <laughs> and he often talks about the importance of pause, of, of, of taking a day of rest. You know, he was a pastor, so he refers to, um, you know, biblical stories often, but he does other things too. He's just an amazing spiritual leader. If you haven't heard of him, um, but he often talks about, you know, that seventh day, the day of rest and how we actually need that. You know, there is this rhythm that we have to go, 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 but then we have to have this day of rest to just simply have space for the next thing to happen and go back in and integrate into our life again. 
Um, but he has an episode, I think it's somewhat recent. It's called, it was called importance of boredom. And he talks about this need for space, you know, because if we don't take that time to pause and experience, he sort of talks more about, um, you know, being comfortable in the uncomfortable. He talks more about that, um, that concept in this, this, this episode, but because he wants to create space for the next thing to happen that, you know, boredom is a good thing. Cause then you realize, okay, I'm just rinsing and repeating. Uh, but I need to make space, right. That pause for, to reveal the next thing to happen. Because a lot of times when we're just rinsing and repeating and getting bored, we, we just fall into it, right. We fall into a pattern and he talks about it as like, um, feeling those experiences are knots that, that need to be untied or unresolved energy that wants to find its way to express itself. And he was saying, if we don't create the space for it, um, what needs to happen will somehow show up anyways, and most likely in destructive ways. Uh, and then he talks about how social media and other external stimuli tend to fill up our spaces. You know, when we could be practicing yoga or meditating or just being in nature um, or just sitting and reflecting and writing in a journal or taking a bit of time and drinking your smoothie or your cup of tea, um, we tend to fill it up with, you know, having the cell phone nearby and looking at our Instagram or our emails or our texts, right? We tend to fill up those spaces. And I think what I'm revealing for myself is that I'm doing it on, I had, was doing it unconsciously because I thought it's probably uncomfortable to be just still, right? I know I'm, I teach yoga. I know that it's comfortable to be still and I crave it, but there's something still that we're just, uh, programmed in some way to think that we still need to fill up these spaces, even in those quieter moments. Um, but I invite you to experience your own little retreat, experience your own pause, even if it's just five minutes. And I don't mean you have to sit and meditate or you have to sit and write in a journal just go and sit in nature without the intention of meditating because it'll just naturally happen. No phone, just wander outside and look at the sky, look at the clouds and just observe, just observe the space, observe your own pause. And I have a feeling you're going to want more of it as you become more and more comfortable in it. Like I have. Hmm. So, yeah, so I am really excited about my pause, my bigger pause next month, because I have been feeling that there is something that wants to be birthed uh, within myself and within Nomad. And I think some of it has been bubbling up in various ways already, but I haven't, I've been thinking, oh, well, I'm going to, I'm going to really put it time into it, you know, but I'm right now I'm in the middle of this teacher training or I'm middle in the middle of moving out of my apartment. You know, I've had a lot of things happening. So I'm really super looking forward to having next month, you know, there are going to be some things that I'll be doing, but not a lot on my calendar just so that I can be in the space and see the next thing that wants to be birthed. And I'm really excited. I have a feeling that what comes to fruition is going to benefit all of us. 
And so I think I'm going to take a bit of time off from the podcast. Who knows? I might change my mind. I might get all of these revelations and want to share them with you right away. So I might just do one of these every once in a while and put it up there. But, and I have a couple of interviews that I will be, um, recording throughout the month too, but I was just thinking, you know, I want to really give myself this time to pause and not feel like I have to produce anything right away. Uh, I think it's going to happen more naturally in that respect. Um, so it'll also give you a little bit of time to pause too. So whether that is, um, just taking that 15, 20 minutes, hour, however long you usually take time to listen to the podcast. Maybe you put that aside for yourself to just look up at the clouds, or maybe you want to catch up on some of your old favorite episodes of the space in between. I mean, there are 40 of them now, (laughs) Um, but yeah, I just invite you to take a little bit more space for yourself this next month. August is a really perfect time to slow down. You know, I know we want to get all of those things done the last month before school starts and we go back to work and get serious again. Um, but can you do less and just be a bit more? I think that's all I have to say about that. I'm really looking forward to seeing how things just unfold and, um, yeah, I think that's good. I think if you are interested in finding more space, you can do it amongst your tribe. We have a couple of retreats happening soon. So I will be going back to Bali, March, 2020, and there will be lots of space for pause. Yes, we will be moving around yoga, movement 109, breath work, being immersed in the culture, the food, the people. But I think there will also be a lot of space for you to pause. Uh, I, it'll be a similar, similar situation to what we did uh, back in, I guess that was two years ago in 2017. And there was lots of space. So if you're interested in doing it somewhere beautiful like Bali, come join us. Our early nomad special ends September. So you have about a month or so to get on that. And uh, and then we're going to Belize with Becca Roberts. That's filling up quite nicely. And we are going November 17th through the 22nd. That's just a shorter getaway. So Bali's 10 days. This one's five days. Um, so you can go and find out more about both of those retreats at nomadalwaysathome.com. And if you want to share these gifts of yoga with other people and you want to dive into the teacher, teacher training with us this fall, um, there will be a lot of material, a lot of work, but I also plan to work in moments of pause there too. (laughs) Uh, so we start September 15th, September 19th, excuse me, and go to December 15th. So it's three months of your 200 hours of training to be a yoga teacher or just deepen your own practice. And I have to say, I am very proud of our program what we've done with it so far. Yoga Alliance just raised their standards. Just they're raising them, I guess, 
now and then I guess in the course of the next couple of years and they listed out, you know, what, what they're changing. And I was pleased that they were doing that, but I was also really grateful because we have been already living up to those standards. We don't have to adjust anything. I have already been a 500 hour experienced yoga teacher, um, since 2010. And I've been leading these teacher trainings through Nomad and assisting other ones and, and, and being guest teachers at other teacher trainings for years now. And I'm really proud of our curriculum and what we have to offer, you know, offering everything up to the Yoga Alliance standards and beyond it, um, because I saw there was a lack of what they were requiring. And I made sure that what we were doing was meeting our standards by Nomad standards, <laughs> as well as Yoga Alliance. So if you're interested in diving into that, I would be so grateful to have you part of our tribe. You know, when we, we don't stop at 200 hours, we have 300 hours, which will be required for anybody who is interested in leading their own teacher training. Um, and we don't go away. You know, I have a mentorship program. We just, we just released our nomad teacher affiliates on our website. They're all up there. All 10 of them are, um, have joined our nomad teacher tribe in terms of, you know, we're mentoring them and helping them build their path. And that's what you would be joining when you, um, when you sign up for our, our, our teacher training. I'm really proud of these, these beautiful women. And we have other graduates, I think within just the couple of years that we've been leading our, our nomad trainings, we've graduated over 33, 33, uh, teachers, but these are the affiliates that we're working one-on-one with and making sure that they're supported on their path. Uh, and I'm really proud of that program. I'm proud of them. And I am excited to see what they're going to do individually. And then collectively with Nomad, they're going to be a big part of this next shift that's happening within Nomad land. And I guess we'll find out after this month of pause comes up. <laughs> Uh, so I look forward to connecting with you all and send me a message if you get lonely from your moments of pause and, uh, we'll be back if not before back in September, but, uh, who knows? We'll see. We'll see what happens in this month of pause. So enjoy, enjoy your time and I will, I will see you soon.